And you'll notice I don't use the word retirement as I believe retirement is going to become obsolete in a few years. If you're going to have a good chance to live to be 100, you're not going to want to play golf or sleep until noon from age 70 onward. Most people want to do something meaningful with their time and physically be able to do much more than prior generations of aging Americans. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this program, we'll discuss the three stages of your financial life. These stages consider the key trends we are experiencing, including the impact of technology, parenting actions, and our ever-lengthening life expectancies. Onward to the three financial stages. I believe most people have three major stages to their financial lives, and I call them the adulting, striving, and fulfilling stages. Let me briefly explain each to you. And please be mindful that these stages apply for the vast majority of people. There are situations and there are times when people will move from one stage to the other quickly based on a change, a life event that takes place. Maybe they get an inheritance. Maybe they are very successful. They invent something and receive a significant amount of money for that, or they have a change in their circumstances. So please keep that in mind. So here are the three stages of your financial life. The first is adulting. This stage takes place from birth to age 30, when young adults, in my view, are finally not their parents' responsibility. I also believe this period of time, and I call it the journey to 30. During this stage, the individual is educated, they develop their personal relationships such that they will find a partner or friend group that they affiliate with. Hopefully they find steady employment or a career track to follow. And lastly, but most importantly, the individual is able to support themselves fully from a financial standpoint. So the journey to 30. To emphasize the last point, this would mean that the uh, parent's bank closes on the 30th birthday unless a major emergency or unexpected need arises. So if you will, the individual by age 30 on their own financially, able to sustain themselves working forward. Now, this period of 30 years is what many baby boomers will remember was either 18 or 21 years of age for them. Many of you can remember your parents saying that by the age of 21, you need to be out of the house and on your own. My dad kept me telling me that uh, at age 18. He said, Harry, you're on your own. I've carried you as far as I can, and it's time for you to step up. So um, my, my journey, if you will, my, my adulting uh, began at age 18. By the end of the adulting stage, the individual should emerge with a meaningful job. And, and in today's world, most likely they're going to have student loan debt, which they use to finance a portion or all of that education. A distinct few individuals will have accumulated savings, such as an emergency fund, or have enough savings to afford a security deposit on a rental apartment or a down payment on a house. A very few will have begun to save and invest for their fulfilling stage or their latter stage of life. So that's the adulting stage, journey to 30. And uh, I think in our society today, it reflects reality. In many ways, we have extended adolescence 
from age 14 to age 30 in most all households. So if your children are on their own by age 30, I think that's pretty good actually. And, and from what I see in our society today, once you move from the adulting stage, you move into what I call the striving stage. And this stage takes place from ages 31 to 70. And it's a 40 year period of time of employment. That's when your, your core working life. And during this period, today's young adults uh, entering the workforce will likely have between 10 and 15 different jobs. Think about that, 10 or 15 different jobs for young adults today. And I know, as I describe this to you today, that there's some controversy around increasing the age for ending full-time work to age 70. But I believe age 70 is the age most people will work to, either as the result of projected changes in the retirement laws I see Social Security and other government retirement regulations changing, particularly for young adults, as well as the need for individuals to work longer to accumulate sufficient savings to fund their much longer life expectancies. And we'll talk about this in the, uh, later when we discuss the fulfilling stage, but we're all living longer. Uh, today's 65-year-old is more like yesterday's 50-year-old because of uh, improving health, health breakthroughs and how people have led their lives. So this striving stage is 40 years. The individual has to pay all their living expenses, pay for the cost of raising a family, if that's what they decide to do, and accumulate sufficient funds and income to provide for the fulfilling stage of life. You need to review these striving years as your key source of funds for your financial life, unless you're the beneficiary of an inheritance or other windfall. So you're earning all this money during your striving years. You've got to make it work to pay for your current expenses, as well as put cash away for your later years. So when you think about it, what are you going to do with the striving years? What approach are you going to take to balance your work needs and your personal needs? How hard are you willing to work? What jobs or field of endeavor interest you such that you're going to want to spend 40 years or a significant time period doing them? How do you educationally prepare yourself or your offspring for this such a long period of time? There are many questions to ponder, but the answers can and will differ for each individual. The one thing I know, and it's, 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 it's part of my soul, is that lifelong learning is going to be needed. Let's just go back. After World War II, we sent people to college with the understanding that the education they received would last them for their working lives. Today, that's not the case. Too many changes that take place in our society in such a fast manner that the ability to learn new knowledge quickly is a skill that each individual must master to be successful. The ability to continually learn new things is a skill we all need today. So lifelong learning is really top of mind for me. As you end the striving stage, at the end of that time period, you should have accumulated sufficient sources of funds and or income streams to be able to fund your fulfilling stage of life. And you'll notice I don't use the word retirement as I believe retirement's gonna become obsolete in a few years. If you're going to have a good chance to live to be 100, you're not gonna to wanna to play golf or sleep until noon from age 70 onward. Most people want to do something meaningful with their time and physically be able to do much more than prior generations of aging Americans. So people, that's not what they're looking to do today. I call this fulfilling stage is, is just that. As you look at it, accumulation of resources fulfilling stage should include planning ahead so you can provide for the cost of whatever pleasure activities you wanna pursue. 
This will include charitable or community activities that you decide to pursue. These costs have to be combined with having sufficient health insurance and providing funds for unforeseen emergencies, such as a major illness, the, the dreaded long-term care event, major house repairs, and the real risk that you're going to live much longer than you think possible. We'll discuss in detail the fulfilling stage, actions you need to take in a later podcast. Now, the fulfilling stage is your post-working or the post-striving stage of your financial life. And this period is mainly referred to as retirement, as I've said, but I believe uh, that name's going to change. To me, this is a period of giving back by helping others along with the benefit of having the free time to do what pleases us most. In my view today, as we look at it, young adults should plan that this stage is going to last from age 70 to age 100. And for other demographic groups, particularly those currently age 65 and older, I think you need to make sure your plans are such that you're going to live to at least age 90. We read much about this fulfilling stage of life and the changing behaviors we are seeing. Today, most individuals are looking to use their latter years to give back what they've learned or what they financially accumulated to their families and the communities to make other lives better. They need the time and the financial resources to accomplish this. This podcast, as I mentioned, is part of my fulfilling stage as I want others to learn from my experiences as, to well, as well as to benefit from my philanthropic uh, uh, actions. Giving money to causes or family members can be of great benefit and it's relatively easy to do. You may, however, rather want others to benefit from your knowledge and the life expectancies you have. Your desire to return what you have been given to others will not happen, however, without a plan. The fulfilling stage, as you look at it, also has some unfortunate events, unfortunate aspects to it relating to aging. These include increased health costs, positive, co you know, possible cognitive decline, the complexities of retirement income planning, and the possible impacts of estate planning issues. So to summarize today's session, each stage of your financial life has distinct questions, needs, and responsibilities. Each stage has its own risks that must be addressed. To get through and have a successful financial life, you're going to need knowledge, coaching, and resources to successfully navigate each stage. And what we'll do in subsequent podcasts is discuss each stage and the key must-dos that you should follow to successfully navigate them. Well, that's it for today. We look forward to having you in our next session. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.